Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is a Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 16. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, his entire office is made up of whiteboards, Pat Flynn. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the 16th session on the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. In the last session, we were talking about the different types of passive income that could be generated online and what to expect from each. And if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, that was session number 15. I recommend listening to that first because it leads right into this one. And you know, even if you haven't uh, listened to it yet and maybe you don't have access to it right now, that's okay. You can still get some good stuff from this episode and it won't not make sense. But if you have the chance, please do listen to that one first. Specifically, we had covered a couple of different strategies to generate an income online. First, we talked about writing for revenue sharing sites such as InfoBarrel as a place to start because it's free. You don't need any super crazy technical skills and you can get started right away and you can see results relatively fast. And it will sort of train you for other aspects of online business and generating a passive income and internet marketing that we're going to be talking about today. So uh, actually, a few people... Uh, had emailed me in this past week wondering if that strategy was still okay because Google, if you haven't uh, been following the news um, in the internet marketing world, has sort of dropped this kind of algorithm change on us last week, which actually sent a lot of the spammy sites and even some of the more well-known content sites, uh, they're calling them content farms uh, and article sites, down the rankings in Google. But I'm happy to mention that InfoBarrel was not drastically affected not nearly as bad as some of the other ones that uh, that you know a lot of us are familiar with, like Ezine articles or Hub Pages, uh, Wise Geek, and those types of places. Um, so it is still looking good as far as a place to write uh, Info Barrel is, and it also helps that they have a team that looks over the quality of the articles before they are published, which is actually really smart on their part. And we also started talking about affiliate marketing, specifically looking into some of my trial and errors with PPC or pay-per-click affiliate marketing, which is not cut out for me. I mean, it's it's, it's not my thing. Uh, a lot of people are for finding success with it, but not 
me. Uh, and I also dove into niche sites in the last session, websites that you can create specifically for very narrow topics, get ranked and make money by promoting products that other people have made, whether it's from places like Amazon.com or another site that sells something in that niche. Uh, so again, go back to session 15 to listen all about that stuff into detail. And if you want to get even more detailed information about niche sites specifically, head on over to nichesitedual.com where I uh, kind of walk you through exactly how I took a brand new niche site about security guard training and I brought it to number one in Google when I didn't even know anything about the subject at the at the beginning. I know quite a bit now after doing the research. Um, and now I have a number one site in Google. Uh, just today in AdSense, it made over $40 today, which is awesome. Uh, so check that out, nichesitedual.com. Now today, the session that you're listening to, we're actually going to move on and talk about something I'm very, very familiar with, and that is blogging. Now, there's a lot of people who will disagree with me when I say this, but I believe, I believe blogging is a form of passive income. Yes, it takes a long time to create a blog and get it to a point where you can make money. And yes, even when you get to that point, you still have to keep up with it. And yes, it does take a lot of work. I know this. I mean, because most of my time doing things online these days, with even with all the other businesses I have going on, iPhone apps, my study guides at greenexamacademy.com, affiliate marketing, niche sites, plugins, articles, all that stuff, the work I do the most is for the Smart Passive Income blog, uh, by far. I mean, everything else is pretty much hands-off now. Or they're running on semi-autopilot or uh, fully automated. But blogging, man, it takes a lot of work, uh, a lot of nonstop work. But it's totally worth it, and I love what I do, and I'm very passionate about it. So it doesn't even feel like work. But, you know, so... so you're probably wondering, well, then if it's all this work, then why do I say it's a form of passive income? Well, there's two things to consider here about blogging. First, when you write a post on your blog, and maybe you put some affiliate links in there, maybe maybe you don't, but every time you write a blog post, that post becomes a potential vehicle for income. Maybe, maybe not directly from that post, but the effect it could have on any readers could eventually lead to some sort of transaction. And the thing is, once you post it, it's there on the web for good. I mean, people can come back to those old posts of yours, those income vehicles at any time. And maybe they've searched through your blog and found it. Maybe you link to it from a newer blog post, or maybe they found it uh, from entering a long tail keyword into Google. Maybe they found you through Google. So once you post something, it's an opportunity that is always going to be there. And that's why sometimes the more you write, the better. Now, obviously, you want to write good quality and obviously relatively uh, relative content because that's what people will read and that's what r will rank well in Google. But the more of this kind of content that you write, the more opportunities there are for people to find you. And then they're going to click on affiliate links or advertisements that are on your site or whatever. Or maybe the affiliate link is in your blog post or maybe it's on your site in, in the sidebar of your blog and the links that are in your sidebar, maybe they're banner ads, you know, those 125 by 125 box pixel ads or banners you see all over the web. You know, those are passive income opportunities too because they're shown on every single page, uh, no matter what page people land on uh, and no matter how they got there. I mean, this is how I see blogging as a form of passive income. You don't have to directly be there in order for a transaction to take place. You only have to write a post or set up your blog with those ads and get traffic and, and, and you know, things can perpetually start to happen. You know, you can be asleep 
and I can go on your site, click on an ad that sends me over to Amazon. I can make a purchase and you can earn a commission. Again, everything else was already set up for me to do that on your site. So, of course, a successful blog is one that continually updates and produces new content. And that, that's the whole part of it that's not passive at all. Not at all. The whole part of keeping it up. But I think you get my point when I say that when you write a post and you publish it, it's there. And if there's affiliate opportunities on it, um, and even if they're, they're not because there's affiliate opportunities potentially in your sidebar, maybe you have your own products, which we'll get to in a little bit, you know, that's all potential passive income right there. I mean, the real-life example is is from my blog. I mean, here's an example. Maybe uh, six months ago, I would say, I did a keyword research webinar, a webinar. So I had I had GoToMeeting up. I invited people over to a webinar, and I, I, I explained a little bit of content about keyword research. Now, in that webinar, uh, I also used a tool called Market Samurai that I said was optional, but I recommended it because it definitely speeds things up a 1,000%, which it does. Uh, I love Market Samurai. Most of you will hear me talk up a storm about it because I love it so much. Anyways, I did that webinar, posted it on a blog post, published it on the blog, and that was six months ago. And even today, I'm still getting commissions from Market Samurai from that very post that I wrote six months ago. I mean, people are finding it through Google. I sometimes link to it from newer blog posts, which I link to from even newer blog posts. I mean, there's just a whole interweb and connection of things that lead up to that keyword research webinar that uh, you can actually find right now if you wanted to. I mean, my podcast is another vehicle uh, for passive income because once I publish this podcast, it's going to be up on iTunes and anyone who listens to this, I mean, you're listening to uh, you're listening to it right now and, you know, if uh, maybe you're listening to this, you know, six months from now, you know, I can still tell you to go to keywordresearchwebinar.com and there you're going to see that a replay of that webinar and that tool. And there's going to be an affiliate link there that you could potentially click on. Just saying. You know, so that's passive because I'm, I'm not live doing this right now. You're listening to, to a recording, uh, which, is, which is totally awesome. I love this technology and the way that it can totally change our lives. Uh, you know, and, and, and if that webinar is useful, maybe you'll pass it along through Twitter or Facebook, which people have done. And again, this is me not even doing anything. All the promotion is done behind the scenes by other people. But this is why, even though work I did six months ago is still generating an income for me on my blog. That's the point here. So, I mean, the, the same with many other products that I recommend on the site too. And if you check out my monthly income reports, which I post each month on the blog, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, you know, I reveal every penny and where it comes from online. And you'll see that affiliate marketing in this way for my blog takes up a huge chunk of change, um, a significant portion of my income. I mean, last month it was about $16,000. And most of that is from blog posts that I've written and tools that I've recommended and talked about a while ago. Amazing. Uh, and, and it's it's nothing special. It's just the way things are set up. I mean, I'm I'm not a you know evil genius or anything like that. I mean, it's just you know I'm I'm helping people and they're helping me out too. It's awesome. The other thing to consider here is that a blog is a great launching pad or a platform to launch several different types of passive income products. So you know, build a blog, grow an audience. Build authority, that's important. I mean, an audience, you know, won't follow you or, 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 or take your recommendations or purchase your products if you don't have some type of authority in that, that topic. 
And then you then have the ability to successfully launch a passive income product, such as an ebook or a course or something. And we'll get more into that, uh, into what types of products you can recommend and, and those types of things in a second. But many, many, many bloggers out there have successfully worked this formula. I mean, I, I can't even name one because there's so many of them. I mean, build a blog, talk about something people are interested in, and then eventually you get to a point where people are willing to pay you for more. And of course, hopefully you'd set it up in a way that's that's pretty automated. I mean, people have successfully launched consulting services and uh, coaching programs from their blog. And SPI or uh, you know Smart Passive Income Blog is a prime example of this. We, you know, we Tyrone and I from the Niche Site Duel launched a coaching program. We had over a hundred people sign up for the first round, and although we only took twenty students because we wanted to really just focus on those twenty students and not spread ourselves thin. It's pretty crazy because we charged about $799, or not about, we did charge $799 for each slot. I mean, this is 20 students, that's $16,000, and we had 100 people sign up. And this comes from the authority that we built on our blogs. My point here is this, that, I mean, you could make good money doing things like that, uh, coaching and those sorts of things, but that's not very passive. I mean, Tyrone and I meet a couple of times every week to discuss the syllabus for the class and prepare the upcoming presentation each week. And we have our webinars each week that the students have, and they have questions that we have to answer. And then there's a support, one-on-one support, and the forum group in between the meetings. I mean, it's a lot of work, but really it's all worth it to me because it's 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 so fulfilling to see people learn and make progress with their online businesses from the advice that you give them. I mean, it's totally awesome. I gladly trade some of my free time to help others in this way. Gladly. But uh, so I'm getting kind of off track here. But um, my point was, you can build a blog that becomes a platform to launch several types of passive income products. But you know, a lot of people go into consulting and coaching, but that's not necessarily passive because, like I said, there's a lot of work involved. So I'll get to the actual types of passive income products and how to a- automate those products so they are passive for you uh, in a little bit. But before we get into that, let's first go over the basics on how to set up a blog and what you can expect when you begin blogging. So first, first, realize this. You have the option to blog for free, totally free, 100% free, on a site like wordpress.com, blogger.com, tumblr.com, LiveJournal, TypePad. These are sites that are up there for you where basically all you have to do is sign up. The platform's already set up for you. You can just start writing today, like right now. Uh, but my issue, my issue with blogging on these places is that you lose a lot of the ability to really customize your blog. I mean, you'll you'll go into some place like WordPress.com and you can't install certain plugins because it's it's not they won't let you. Um, and 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 you know also you have to include those sites in the address of your website. So for example, if I went back into time and I decided to create this blog smart passive income blog on wordpress.com for free it would be http colon slash slash www.smartpassiveincome.wordpress.com see that wordpress is in there in the middle and this is this is fine but it looks a lot less professional you know do you want that on a business card just think about that and it reduces the keyword density of your url and sure i mean there are successful, you know, dot wordpress.com sites or dot blogger.com, dot tumblr.com sites out there. Uh, one of them I can think of is Seth Godin's blog, sethgodin.tightpad.com. 
Um, but, you know, seriously, we're not Seth Godin. I mean, he, he's a brilliant, brilliant man, marketer. You have to read some of his books. I mean, pick up his books like uh, The Dip. Another one is called Purple Cow. Uh, that's a good one. Tribes and uh, Lynchpin. Lynchpin. That's another good one. All fantastic books. Um, but my point is, you know, he's one in a gazillion uh, as far as people who have set up sites, set up blogs on these free platforms and, and have found success with it. And honestly, he's probably found success with it because he already has a huge audience from all of his books. Uh, so, I mean, that's just my opinion. I would go pay for a domain and hosting package that allows you to create a nice URL that is your own, that allows you to install WordPress on the site, fully customize it the way you want it to do, use all the plugins that you need to. So here's what you should do. If you want to get into blogging, you know, this is my advice to you. And everyone has different advice. There's a bunch of courses out there that are going to say the same thing. Some are going to say different things. But this is just me, you know, based on my experience. So first, you know, there's probably a topic that you're passionate about. You know, make sure that when you start a blog, it is something you're passionate about. And this matters most with, most with a blog. You know, it matters too when you're still starting a niche site, for example. But more so with a blog because you'll be writing about this topic week after week after week. I mean, you have to imagine to yourself, if you can write about this and continually write about it five years from now, ten years from now, I mean, if you can't imagine writing about whatever topic you plan on blogging about five years from now, ten years from now, then it's probably not a subject you want to get into. I mean, you've got to love it. And many will disagree with me and say you've got to know where the money is at first. And yes, true, and we'll get into that in a second about uh, you know finding out if there's people who would actually follow your blog. But trust me, I've tried blogging about things that the research told me was going to make me lots of money, and it didn't. You know, not because the research was wrong, but because the research didn't know that I just didn't like that subject. And because of that, I just didn't have the passion for it. I just couldn't write about it anymore. It just got so boring. You got to have passion for it. Uh, love what your topic is. And here it is. Do a bit of research You know, after you come up with a potential topic just to make sure there's a market out there for it. If there are other blogs out there talking about it, that's actually a good sign there's a market for it because, you know, they're taking the time to write for that audience as well. And hey, you've got some other bloggers to connect with and potentially guest posts on too. Uh, so, that, so that's great. So after you have your topic, whatever it is, and, and, and you know, spend some time thinking about what, what you're going to be writing about, then you've got to pick a good domain name. Now typically the domain name should match the title of your blog, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to. I mean, either way though, I recommend at least trying to get some of the, your important keywords that relate to your topic in the domain name. Now here's why. With my domain name, smartpassiveincome.com, it contains my primary keyword in it, which is passive income. Again, smartpassiveincome.com. Now this obviously helps me because, uh, you know, people understand what my site is about once they know what the URL is, that that helps. And it helps with the search engines too. It helps with the search engines big time. Uh, But, and this is even better, when people link to me, they link to me using those keywords too. Like when they say, you know, Pat over at Smart Passive Income has this article, blah, blah, blah. They'll link that anchor text, that highlighted text, Smart Passive Income. That's what points to my blog. And because... The text here, you know, these are this is the, I mean, these are the backlinks 
the links that point from this site to mine. And, th- and that's what Google looks at. Those are super important when it comes to ranking in search engines. And because my the name of my blog and the URL both contain that keyword, when people link to me, they're going to use that keyword too. It makes the anchor text match. It makes it everything match. It just makes it look it just makes it so much easier to rank for the keyword that you want to rank for. And then you don't have to do this. There are a ton of other blogs out there that rank for keywords that don't even show up in the title and the domain of the blog. I mean, there's a lot of people with with their own name as the blog, which obviously don't usually have the keyword with what they're talking about. But it's just a little tip that I'm giving you that will help you if you can, uh, if you can implement that correctly. So to get your domain, I mean, you can go with any host that you like. Um, I recommend going through Bluehost, which I've used for all of my sites. I've used it even for smartpassiveincome.com, even though I've now upgraded to a VPS or a virtual private server is what it's called. It's like the next stage up above shared hosting um, because of all the recent surges of traffic. I guess that's a that's a good problem to have, though. Uh, so, so with Bluehost, you know, you go to the site, you search for the domain, see if it's available. If it is you can purchase a domain and hosting package uh, together for six ninety five a month, uh, at least at the time of this recording. Now, if you wanted to go through my affiliate link, so I get a commission if you choose to go through Bluehost, so that's totally cool. That's totally awesome. I'm not forcing you to do so. There's other places you can go to, like HostGator, uh, PowWeb is another one. But if you wanted to go through Bluehost, you can go to this link, which will give me credit for you using that uh, for. for, for It'll give credit to me to for referring you. Uh, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash Bluehost. So thank you in advance for any of you who go through that. Thank you. Uh, now what's nice about Bluehost and why I recommend it is because they have a really nice one-click WordPress installation process. You know, this is the blogging platform, uh, WordPress, that I and a ton of other people use because it, it has the most customization options. It's the one that most people can help you out with, and it's just really easy to use once you get used to it. Um, it's just a one-click installation, and you can literally begin writing in less than five minutes after you purchase your domain hosting package. Like, Actually, uh, about two years ago, I created a video that shows you how to do this through Bluehost and even set up your blog, pick up a theme, uh, write a post, and insert a picture all in less than four minutes. It was a fun little video that I did. You can check out that video at smartpassiveincome.com slash four-minute blog. That's for the number four-minute blog, smartpassiveincome.com slash four-minute blog. Uh, that will help you get started if you wanted to kind of see how it's done before you actually do it. So I won't get into the detail about how to write a post or add pictures or choose your theme and all that stuff. And actually, that, like I said, that's all done for you quickly in the video. Uh, but here's the more important stuff I want to tell you first. In order to have a successful blog, you've got to have great, unique content in order to have a successful blog you ha- you've got to have great excellent fantastic unique content i mean your content what you publish and let the world read is what matters the most just letting just letting you know so really 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 focus on your content even more so now it's it's more important now that uh, google's changes algorithm anyways a close second to content is the design of your blog There are a gazillion blogs out there, and it's your job to stand out from the rest. So what's nice about WordPress is that you can just pretty much download a theme that you like, almost like a skin that you can always change around the content. 
you could change it later on in the future too. But if you're if you're actually really serious about blogging, I would definitely go with some sort of premium theme, like a theme from WooThemes.com. That's one premium theme site that I love to recommend and I've used before. Another one I've actually just found out about is called PageLines.com. They actually have really good, really dynamic, easily customizable themes. I I, I recommend you check them out, even if you have your own blog and, and 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 you're happy with it. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome what these guys are doing over at pagelines.com. So check that out. Or you could do what I did and, and hire someone to design a custom site for you like I did with smartpassiveincome.com. And, and that actually turned out to be a very, very good move. Helped me stand out of the crowd. A lot of people comment on the design of my blog. So thank you for those of you who have. Now next, you know, just publishing content and just having a nice looking blog, you know, that's not going to get you anywhere. You know, you've got to make connections with other bloggers out there. You know, don't think of the other bloggers in your niche as competitors. I mean, they're your friends. So you have to step out of the box a little and go and make those connections. You know, email them, comment on their blogs and have them just get to know you. You know, comment on every single post and try to be the first commenter and just have so much energy that they can't help but know and understand who you are and begin a relationship with you. You know, don't be annoying, but uh, you know, be helpful and 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 add value to their post by leaving a, an awesome content or email them and just say hi. You know, don't even force anything upon them. Don't offer a guest post. Just be there as a someone else who just joined the joined kind of that that space, that niche, and 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 in the future, you know, you could begin to build a relationship from that. No, I have made fantastic relationships and connections online with the other bloggers that I know, and I'm always happy to help them out as much as I can. And they're always happy to help me out too. That's what they say, and I really appreciate that. Uh, and, and that's what really what it's all about. You know, we're all here to help each other, and yet you've got to do things outside of your blog to succeed too, and, and just simply get in front of more people that way. You know, speaking of that, getting in front of more people, one of the best ways I've found was uh, by shooting YouTube videos and also doing this podcast. You know, I've made I, I've made so many new connections with people from all my YouTube videos and with my podcast. I get emails every single week of people telling me they've found me through YouTube or through iTunes, and it's totally awesome. I wish, I totally wish I had done this sooner, and if I had known, I would have done it right when I started the blog too, just to diversify how I obtain my uh, audience and just to show them that I'm really serious about the topic that I'm going getting into. You know, so if you really want to stand out and build your authority and get to that point where you could eventually sell something, you know, try these other platforms. It will help you. I guarantee it. You just got to put yourself out there. I know it, it's, it's hard to put your voice behind a podcast or put your face behind a screen uh, or behind a camera to put on YouTube. You know, it, It's tough, but that's what you've got to do. I mean, that's what you got to do to stand out from the crowd. I mean, that... There's so much more I could say about blogging and, and YouTube and podcasts and all these other things to help you succeed as a blogger, but they're, those are the most important things I would wanted to touch on right now, so I think I want to move on to the next thing. Uh, but, you know, just know, you know, I'm going to tell you, be honest with you, and be upfront with you as far as expectations are concerned. It's going to be a tough road. I mean, blogging is not an easy button. By far, it is not easy, and things happen slowly slowly 
So after your initial surge, you know, because I know if you're going to get into blogging, just like me, you're going to be so excited about your topic. You're going to have so many ideas running through your head. You're going to have a huge list of potential topics to write about. And, you know, what happens is you just start to wonder. And you'll wonder because there's hardly any traffic coming to your site, even months down the road, six to even a year. You know, you're not getting found in Google. And the only people reading your site is your girlfriend or your mom. Uh, So, you know, you're spending all this time writing this brilliant content only to have it lost as you begin to write more brilliant content. Then you lose energy and you burn out. And then what happens is you just scrap it. I don't want that to happen to you. So just expect that to happen and know that it is those who get past that point who will succeed. I mean, a a failing blog happens to 95% of people who start blogs. You know, I, I, I can't confirm that number. Actually, I think that's the number for people who actually start businesses and fail. But I, I bet money that in the blogging world, that failure, that failure rate is actually pretty close and maybe even a little bit higher, although maybe a little less because it's a little easier to maintain a blog than an actual business. But anyways, we live in a world where we can go on the computer and you know we, we just get everything we want right away. And that's what makes this hard. That's what, make blog, that what's, that's what makes blogging hard. And, you know, you could go onto Google and find something in seconds when you do a search request. I mean, Google even tells you how fast they search for you. I mean, it says like, you know, 10 million results found in 0.0923 seconds. I mean, we're used to fast and blogging is not fast. And just to give you a real life example, when Smart Passive Income started, it took a long time for it to gain any type of traction. And to be honest with you, I wanted to scrap it several times. I wanted to quit. And I almost did several times. And I was good with my other online business at greenexamacademy.com and I was seeing a ton of traffic there. You know, 10 to 20 visitors a day to Smart Passive Income was just not worth it to me. Many times I wanted to give up, but oh man, I'm, I'm so glad I did not give up because now the site has grown to 20,000 subscribers, just about nearly 10,000 page views a day. And it's just simply amazing, uh, you know. I just so I'm so glad I didn't give up, you know. I and I was doing all those things: great content, unique design, building relationships, expanding into other mediums, and eventually, you know, the most important part of that equation is I gave it some time to brew. So don't expect things to happen right away. Don't expect to make a ton of money in the first year or two blogging. Although it's totally possible. I mean, you can do that. Uh, but it will take a lot of hard work. And uh, do expect your blog to build new relationships, though. And do expect your blog to eventually reach people that you would have never reached before, which is the the whole beauty of blogging. And and you, you do have the potential to reach millions, which is which is quite amazing. Okay, moving on. So you have a blog, or may, maybe you don't have a blog, but right now I want to talk about some of the individual products that you could sell for passive income, either from your blog or your launching launching platform, or maybe even a pay-per-click advertisement campaign if you're up to it. So first, let's get into eBooks. Now, I love talking about eBooks. That's why I want to talk about it first. It's because it's an eBook that kind of got me started down this online business path. And I, I wrote a free eBook, many of you know this already, detailing the entire process of how to take the idea that you have in your head for an eBook and take it all the way through marketing and automating it. You can get that free eBook You'll have to sign up for my newsletter to get it, but if you want, you can just 
unsubscribe right away, but I recommend you don't because I have a ton of awesome content there. I don't sell anything to you on the newsletter. You can get that at ebooksthesmartway.com. Again, that's ebooksthesmartway.com. But just to give you kind of a lowdown on the process, here's what you can do if you're interested in getting into ebooks. Before you write an ebook, always mind map it. Mind mapping is a sort of process of putting the ideas in your head onto paper in sort of a, I guess you could say, bubble diagram type way to show how things relate to each other, their hierarchy, uh, you know, and, and their connectivity. So I, I actually use a tool called MindMeister, MindMeister, to mind map. And I literally use this tool at least once a week to mind map a ton of different things, not just ebooks, not even things just related to online business, but things in my life too. Uh, so you can check that out at smartpassiveincome.com slash mindmaps. That'll take you over through to MindMeister and you get you can use it for free. I think you get up to four mind maps for free before you have to pay for a premium account to get unlimited mind maps. But just to check it out, maybe you have one or two ebooks you'd like to set up in your head and put on paper. You can use that uh, free trial there at MindMeister. Uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash mindmaps. So what's nice about using a mind map to write your ebook is that your ebook will pretty much write itself from the mind map. Uh, you'll have to pick up ebooks a smart way to see a diagram of kind of how this works. But once you have it all laid out in sort of the bubble diagram form with all the hierarchies and stuff, you know, that's what a mind map is. You can basically then transfer that information into an outline for your ebook. So the mind map kind of generates the hierarchy and the, all the ideas, transfer it onto an outline, which then puts those ideas in the hierarchy in, in the specific order. And that actually becomes your table of contents. So you could see, you know, in your mind map, you could see all the chapters, the subchapters, the subsections, and you know exactly what you then have to expand on to, you know, fill out and create your book. And here's a fantastic tip. You know, once you have your outline, you can simply treat each individual chapter or section like a separate blog post or article. Now, this way, you can complete each piece one at a time, and you don't even need to go in order. You don't even need to start at the beginning. You can just start with the topics you know best and then build off of that momentum to finish the rest. That totally rhymed. Um, anyways, and, and you can totally see as you check off the parts of the book as you complete it, the entire book coming to life. You know, the light at the end of the tunnel. It's so motivating to see pieces of your book get done one at a time like that. So... You know, mind map to outline to sort of writing each individual part as a separate blog post and filling in those little checklists. This is how exactly I created all of my different ebooks, including ebooks the smart way, um, and and especially my very first ebook. Um, it's, it was pretty much my guideline for exactly how to do it. Uh, you know, and ebooks are typically in a PDF format. Uh, so after you write it in a Word or maybe pages for Mac. You'll have to convert it to PDF. Now, it's one topic about PDF documents that I want to talk about really quick, and that's security. And this is something that always comes up when I talk about ebooks. You know, people are always scared that people will steal the PDFs or share them. And the truth is, the honest truth is, they will. You know, people will. If they really, really want to get a copy of your ebook, you know, they'll find a way. It sucks, but, you know, there's nothing you can do to really fully 100% protect your ebook. You know, there are things you can do to make it harder, like password protect it and things like that. But honestly, I don't even deal with that because it's so annoying to the people who actually and honestly buy the ebook uh, and ob obtain it in an honest way. 
I don't think it's fair to them. And and when we think of the music industry or the movie industry, you know, there's all this illegal stuff going on and file downloading and sharing, you know, Napster, et cetera. Uh, yet the industries are still thriving because there's plenty of people out there who honestly will pay for stuff as they should. And, you know, that, that that's not to say we shouldn't be concerned about security. And really the best thing you could do and the, the best thing that I've done with all my eBooks that I've sold is both at the beginning of the ebook and at the end, I simply just put a note telling the customer or the person reading it how hard I worked on the guide. And if they'd like to share it or pass it along to please send them over to my sales page or to my homepage first, instead of just giving it away. You know, some people don't even know you're not supposed to give it away. I know it sounds crazy, but you know, a lot of people don't, uh, you know, they don't even think about it too. So just to kind of remind them in a note, we'll sort of do the trick for them. Plus, this is pretty cool. Some people will actually pay you after they've obtained the book for free when they see that note because then they feel kind of guilty. And then this is a true story that happened to me. Someone actually paid for my lead guide and then later responded to one of the automated emails that customer gets during the purchasing process. And he told me that he obtained the ebook for free from a friend. Didn't tell me the friend's name. I didn't ask for it. But uh, he felt that I helped him out so much that he had to pay me for it. And I thought that was really cool. And of course, it made me feel really good about the product that I put out um, to actually have my product do the speaking and, and, and forcing that person to pay me for the content that I gave them. That, that was pretty cool. So those are my thoughts on piracy and security. Now, as far as selling your digital product, and this goes not only for eBooks, but anything else like like videos, audio, software, whatever, There are a number of ways you can automate the buying and delivering process, but I recommend checking out, uh, first checking out ejunkie.com. That's www.e-junkie, J-U-N-K-I-E.com. Ejunkie is cool because for five bucks a month, and actually uh, they have a 14-day free trial, you can have them host your files, which means you can upload your ebook or whatever product you have onto their server And they generate a link for you, which will take customers to a shopping cart for that specific product. And then after they make the purchase, it automatically sends them an email with a link to download that product. It automatically delivers it. Uh, that's, That's awesome. I mean, you don't have to be there in order for a transaction to happen. I mean, that's that's such a beautiful thing. Because once you set it up, you have the ability to make money 24-7 without ever having to do anything. So I use eJunkie for my eBooks at greenexamacademy.com and it's awesome. It's exactly why I can just work two hours for an entire month but still generate thousands of dollars from this site. Now those two hours are are there because I do every once in a while have to answer emails and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a pretty passive income right there. Uh, eJunkie is the payment gateway, I guess you could say, and you still need some sort of payment processor such as PayPal, or Google Checkout or Authorize.net to go along with it, but you know, the, just just for your reference when you're setting that up. But again, the details about this entire process can be found at eBooksTheSmartWay.com. Another platform you could sell your digital product on is ClickBank. ClickBank.com. Now, ClickBank's fees are a bit higher. Actually, they're a lot higher. I think it's forty bucks to join uh, to, to get an account there. And then you pay 7% plus $1 per transaction. Uh, and, and that is a pretty hefty fee for every hundred dollars. You have to give $8 pretty much. 
Uh, eJunkie does not have a per transaction fee. They're only five bucks a month. But what you're paying for here is ease of use and also the affiliate program. The beauty about ClickBank is their affiliate program. Uh, it basically has hundreds of thousands of people who are signed up just looking for products from other people to sell. So if you put a product up there, you potentially have thousands of people to help you promote your product for you without having to do any type of affiliate promotion or anything. That they're, they're, they're just there scouring the marketplace waiting for new products to sell. And yes, you'll have to pay them a commission, obviously, because they're an affiliate, but it's worth it because they're your sales force. They're helping you reach people and sell to customers you probably wouldn't have normally reached. Now, eJunkie also has an affiliate program, but it doesn't have the network of affiliates that ClickBank does. And you basically have to sign up affiliates or find them on your own with uh, with eJunkie. Plus, ClickBank takes care of all the affiliate payments and commissions, while eJunkie, you have to do it all manually uh, yourself at the end of each month. I do it manually myself when I pay people who help me sell my lead book. Oh, one more thing. You don't upload any products to ClickBank. That's kind of one of the downsides of it, uh, in my opinion. You have to house your products on your own site, on your own server, and deliver them on a page on your site that people reach after making a purchase. So those are just some of the pros and cons of both eJunkie and ClickBank. Both are pretty good for selling something like an ebook. On top of an ebook, you could sell something like an audio, audio something, an audio guide or audiobook. So like I said, I was wildly successful selling my first study guide ebook on greenexamacademy.com, uh, $8,000 in the very first month after I sold that. But when I had an audio version created and sold those both together, it took it to a whole new level. Much like how the design of an ebook is important, the audio quality of whatever audio you're selling is just as, if not more important. Uh, a great sound will go a long way it'll hold people's attention for longer it won't annoy as many people and it'll make it seem like there's so much more value in the product which will help justify your price point now here's a funny story when the suggestion to create an audio guide for my ebook uh on greenexamacademy.com was given to me in a mastermind group i was really quick to jump on the opportunity because i knew it would do really well but i decided to give it a shot and try it uh, try it on my own because that, that's the type of person I am. I kind of wanted to do everything on my own. Uh, I got about one quarter of the way through the thing, about 25 pages worth of content. That's about 45 minutes of audio. And seriously, it was some of the most horrible audio you could ever hear. I just didn't have the right equipment. I was just way too loud in some spots and way too soft in others. And the quality was just poor in my voice. Oh gosh, it was just not fun to listen to a lot of ums and likes and weird pauses and stuff like that is just not good. Uh, hopefully, you know, the sound quality is a lot better now. Uh, I, I know you don't have access to hear the initial recording I did for that, but I hope that's changed now that I have some experience behind the mic uh, or else you probably wouldn't have gone and listened this far into this episode. But like I say, it was pretty bad. So I'm glad I just deleted it. And actually, I hired a woman named Trish from VoiceOvers by Trish. Highly recommend her. I hope she gets a ton of people contacting her because she's awesome. I actually found her through Elance, uh, but she was amazing, and I've worked with her a few times since. Trish over at VoiceOversbyTrish.com. She cranked it out in two weeks. Quality was amazing. I sold that thing like hotcakes and honestly made up for the $1,400 price point, which is quite expensive, uh, but she does great work. I made up for it in two days. 
Uh, it sold well on the front end of my site, but I also sent an email to my existing ebook customers and told them about it and gave them a, a coupon to get $10 off, I think. It worked like a charm. It was awesome. So audio is another thing you could sell besides an ebook, uh, and I used eJunkie for that as well. You could also sell video. You could do the exact same thing, except quality probably even makes more of a difference. And the thing is, file sizes are huge, especially if you're doing HD. You know, a lot of people deliver video to customers by putting the video onto a password-protected membership site, which is which is very smart and awesome. It's probably exactly what I would do. It's actually what I'm attempting to do right now. Um, more on that later. Um, and, you know, only paying customers are, own, are the ones able to access those pages on the site. No, I haven't uh, been, I haven't done this before, like I said, but I'm in the middle of it right now, and I'm actually really excited to see what happens. I'm using a WordPress plugin called uh, WP Wishlist. WP Wishlist, it's a pretty, you know, well-known plugin out there for turning your WordPress site into a membership site. It's a paid plugin, actually a little bit pricey, but it's worth it for what it does. And it's it's actually pretty intuitive and it's pretty easy to figure out. So I'll link to that in the show notes for you. So right now we have an ebook, audio, and video. Those are some of the types of passive income products you could deliver to your customers. Obviously, there would be something that your customers would want, something related to your topic. There are a bunch of different other types of products that I'll be going over in the third part of the series as we get into things like actual membership websites, you know, something more than just a, a, a platform to deliver audio like I just talked about. We'll talk about software like iPhone apps. We'll be talking about iPhone apps again, WordPress plugins and, and WordPress themes and other types of software, and also my thoughts on uh, consultation and coaching and how one might be able to turn it into a more passive income than I was talking about earlier in the session when I was talking about our niche coaching program. So hopefully this this session has gotten you sort of fired up and ready to start producing you know, I, I know, I seriously know you have a ton, idea, ton of ideas in your head. You know, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast unless you had ideas and you wanted to get them done. But ideas in your head don't mean anything until you execute and you make them come to life. So do that. You know, that's, that's my challenge to you right now is to really start taking action and not just action to keep you busy. You know, you can, you can feel like you're taking action by, you know, you know, checking emails all day, but actual action, bold action with the intention of getting you somewhere. That's really what it takes. It's really what I want you to do. So until the next session, again, until we get to the third part of this series and hopefully close up this uh, this this series, I wish you all the best. Please stay safe and uh, stay healthy out there. Check the show notes on the blog and don't forget to get eBooks the Smart Way. Again, it's free. You have to sign into my newsletter to get it ebookstothesmartway.com and thanks again for listening in a big thank you for those of you who have left me a rating in iTunes uh, we're approaching 100 ratings so that's totally awesome thanks again and uh, yeah that's it so I'll talk to you soon goodbye thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. 
Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it. 